Today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com. Let's go. Welcome to the Balinesian Sports Podcast. I am Lance Falatongo. We will be joined... Uh, shortly by Forrest Dodalau. Uh but here we have with us George Salonga. George, yes, sir, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Surviving, surviving. Uh, George, not only uh, a tough flight security G, uh, also a proprietor of OS Concrete Residential Flatwork in yes, the sir. Portland and Vancouver area. A uh, semi-pro offensive lineman, yeah, and a lifelong Raider fan, yeah, and uh, not just O line, man, D line, <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> at both sides, my, my outside linebacker, hey, fullback. Don't forget that one. Oh, okay, yo, yo, did you uh, did you play um, rugby also growing up? Uh, started my rugby career out here. With the uh, Eastside Tsunami with in high school, hey. and then uh, I transitioned to the men's team, and then I played with the Eastside Tsunami men's team, and yeah, I've been been with them ever since. I still to this day still with them. Uh, yeah, rugby is. I'm seeing a lot of guys from that team getting picked up too. Picked uh, up for like pro rugby or for football? Yeah. yeah for oh, pro- nice. Uh, one of the guys uh, just got picked up to go play with the Seattle Seawolves for that little uh, major league rugby. Nice. What's up? What's uh? What do you enjoy more, rugby or football? <sighs> playing, watching, like what? Playing for sure, rugby. Watching, I'd say football, but I don't know. Football is it's different because you get. You get to you're part of the the movement in rugby, you know. So you get anybody can run the ball, you know. Not just certain positions get to get the ball. Ooh, so yep, yep. Like I've always been uh in the forward, so that's all the you know the bigger bigger guys. So it's fun seeing you know D linemen running the ball. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's give give or take. Yeah, everybody's got to be active. Yeah, for sure. But football-wise, I say it's fun on defense. And oh, it's off- work on offense. Yeah, <laughs> well, you, know, <laughs> you know, you know, if in high school as a poly kid, you're gonna get picked up. Oh, you, you know, your first day of school or high school, <laughs> and you play football. Guess where you're going? O line. <laughs> going to the O line, and that's where I started. That's my first position was right guard, pulling guard. In Fremont, California, and Fremont uh, High School. Nice. And, uh, Wait, where is Fremont? Uh, it's in Sunnyvale. And then uh, all the <laughs> the whole O line, bro, was all Samoan cats, bro. And everybody was like six, 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 four. And then here's my ass, five eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get lost in the mix. I'm gonna come out on this trap. You ain't never gonna see it coming. <laughs> exactly. But it worked, you know, and I, I got my my technique 
down from that from that experience. Just getting my my pad level down. So it's it works, man. I say start at start at O line if anything. What Probably. does what does uh, O line do for you? It helps you build like learn more of the game to or like it's. I feel like defenses, you got to be moving, you got to be fast, right? Because it's right. reacting to what the offense is doing. Exactly. But on on offense, what is it? What if you're an O lineman? What should you be focusing on? You you already know the play, you know. Mm-hmm. The defense has to study your your play, so you're always one at least one step ahead, unless you're a really good defensive lineman, you know, and you've been doing your work and been watching tapes, but other than that, you 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 know what the play is. So, I'd say on on offense, it's just more. I don't know. It all starts in the offense line. So, if your offensive line is not good, your team is not going to be good. You know. Damn yeah. You can have a crappy quarterback, but still have a good old line, bro. Your running game is going to be crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so. O line is is where it's at, man. I it, it, you also get humble too, so Ooh, you, okay. you don't get praised a lot for doing your job. But uh, it's you're fun. just expected to block well and not give up like exactly. pressure and stuff, right? And uh, you know, when it came to conditioning, you always got the benefit of uh, they always like relaxed on you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So he doesn't need to run anywhere. He just needs to block in front of every, him. Bro, every time any team I ever played with, O-line always had like, oh, you got to do it. Just do up and down and come back. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. So you don't, have, you, don't have to, you don't have to condition hard as an O-line. Perk. That's, that's, a, that's a perk. Yeah. But it also, you know what's going to happen. Right. And the team feeds off of you. Exactly. Off the off the movement up front, right. It all starts with the O line, man. This that's where it, that's where it begins, and that's where it's going to end. You know. So what's what's so fun about playing D line or defense? It's pretty much. I don't know. I feel like when I'm on D line, I'm a nose guy because I can. I'm a lot faster in the middle, mm-hmm. and uh, D line. If you're playing an end, you have more more responsibility than any other down lineman because you got to contain, mm-hmm. set the then, edge, exactly set the edge, and then uh, you know you know got to shed those blocks. So, and then you get <laughs> if you don't contain the edge, bro, everybody's gonna be on your head. And I've got, you know, I've started on the outside and that, man, fuck it, I'm going inside. Let me go I'm going to be a nose. Yeah, yeah. I'm going inside because you can't, you know. Wait, okay, so, but if you're on the inside, you're going straight against the center and a guard usually? Yeah. Are so you getting can, double teamed every play? Uh, Depend, you know, depending, if they don't know you, like if they didn't do any study on you or anything like that, you're most likely either going to be with a guard or the center or the center and then the guard will get you, but they're going to shed off you, you know, but uh, most of the time, if you're good, they're going to, bro, they're going to either, they can triple team you too. If you're a good nose, you know? Damn. Yeah. But how, how often do you, did you get triple teamed? Uh, I'm a lot faster than most. So most. three wouldn't be able to 
No, I'm already I'm already in there. <laughs> I'm in there. There's too many. I'm through. Yeah. I, you know, like they say, get skinny. You know, I get skinny. I mean, I'm in there. Mm. Is there was there a special move, or you just kind of got sideways and slipped through? Were you trying to like get them off balance, like bull rush them, spin them, like spin around them? What was your what's your go to to get in the backfield? Uh, for nose, man, it depends too because how wide they're their gaps are because mm. e- either I can st- like two-step it, you know I can stoop step out to the right side and cut back in yeah uh depending on how they are though you gotta you fill them out because if they're if they're a lot slower bro I don't even have to do much moves it's all pretty much just speed then you know and so then, you don't uh, you don't even have to like is, you don't even have to is, uh, push past them with power you can just run th- past them Yeah, bro. It's, it's, if they're good, then you gotta start using technique. But if they're slow, man, you can. Man, I've beat so many. But then I gotta get picked up by like the running back, you know. But but still, man. Though if you're faster than them, you're always gonna beat them. But you just gotta. It's, it's all depends on the experience, like the game, the flow of the game. So, but my favorite, if I have to use a technique, is uh push and pull. That's the one. Okay. That is the one. Getting them off balance. Yeah. Wait, what what is the push and pull? How does that up and then pull them back? So you pretty much you're you're hitting them like you're bull rushing. Mm-hmm. So they're like you know, they're stepping back. Then right when they're they're stepping back, then you pull them. And then they'll, you know, they get off off balance. Usually, most of the time. If not, then uh <laughs> Next play, next play, next play, next play, next play. <laughs> All right, so as an offensive lineman. <laughs> as a, as, okay, so on the other side, as an offensive lineman, you're going against a guy that's faster than you. So what do you have to do? Like he keeps, like, from the O-line's perspective, if you keep just running past him, what does he just have to ask for help? Yeah, usually he's going to either – Ask his guard to, you know, help him out, mm-hmm. like chipping. So chipping a little bit over here, but still watch your guy. But which is most of the time, either they double team. But yeah, I haven't, I've never played center. That's the only position I've never played on the line. Everything what do you? Uh, you played guard and tackle. Yeah, guard, tackle, left guard, left tackle. As a as an O lineman on towards the outside, you're getting a bunch of those freak athletes that are you know, like edge rushers. Right. What do you exactly. what do you what do you how do you react when going against some of those guys? Man, uh so when I went to go play arena, it's a lot faster. So yeah. and I was playing tackle too. And then um so I was playing right tackle. And uh, man, you gotta like my step back is like I'm like jumping, throwing <laughs> my elbow back, like yeah. And then uh, or like I'm gonna either you know like cut cut block, not like legally, just enough to get them off, you know. Yeah. But that's man, can't think of 
there is one guy that I remember in semi-pro that was that was really good uh, rusher on the outside. Man, so the only time the only thing I could do was cut him underneath because that's the only way I can't. You just had to trip him up and hope just, the quarterback threw it. Yeah, and then the 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 most annoying part of being an old lineman is when you're doing your job and then the QB is in the back digging around. <laughs> like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Roll over the ball, bro. Roll the ball. And then we get blamed for it because he got sacked. Like, bro, I'm not going to block him for 15 seconds. Like, <laughs> that's uh, that's way too much time. Way too much time. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into the Raiders. How long have you yeah. been a, you grew up where where is Sunnyville, Sunnyside? Where did you say? I grew up in uh in East Palo Alto. I moved to Sunnyville my last my last year before we moved out here to Portland. But I grew up in, in EPA uh my whole life and then moved up here in 2010. But uh I became a Raider fan because my uncles, my uncles were big Raider fans. Fans. And uh, you know they will be in the garage drinking beers and then watching games. And the time that I grew up was around, like when I really started remembering games was Rich Gannon's era, yeah, which was a good era, you know, which was a good, time <laughs> good times to be a Raider fan. Yeah, I think that was the last good time too, you know. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, man. But the funny part is, man, it was that's when everybody was a Raider fan. And then somehow, some way, later on in life, bro, people started switching to Niner fans. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, some of these Niner fans are like really Raider or origin stories, and they just yeah, flock bro. to a team that was winning. Bro, and they switched. But I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not going to leave. No matter how bad it's been, man. It's, <laughs> it's been bad, but... We're at least decent right now, you know. At least decent. Yeah, you, bro, guys are, AFC... you guys are tied for second, six and five bro. in the AFC West. Bro, the whole AFC West is six and five, besides the Chiefs. Exactly. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, bro. I'm going to that game with the Chargers, the last game of the season. What, yeah. Is it in Vegas? Yes, sir. Nice. Week eighteen. Yeah. It's either gonna be a. Oh, oh! What is this? The ESPN standings: Kansas City seven and four, LA, oh, Denver, that. and Vegas six and five. Last. This is yeah. This is all going to get shaken up because they, there's still three and four division games left, depending on. Oh, who's. and the Niners are happy that they're in the wild card. Like, bro, look at your guys' record. You guys <laughs> have the same record as us. You guys' division is – I don't even know. They're going to lose to uh, definitely the Cardinals. And then they got to play oh, the Rams. Oh, they actually – I mean, the, I, the Cardinals the, – either the Cardinals or the Packers are going to have the first round bye. Or, I don't know. There's like six games and, left. And the Cowboys are – they're even though we beat them, bro, they're still – they're hot, bro. I'm telling you. Cowboys just they, won tonight. Did they against the Saints? Nice. Yeah, versus the Saints in New Orleans, Thursday night football, 27 to 17. And that was like defense. Four interceptions on uh 
what's his name? Oh, <laughs> Taysom Hill. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, four interceptions. Uh, they returned one for a touchdown. Trayvon Diggs got another one. Micah Parsons was back there messing stuff up. So, oh, Michael Parsons, bro, he's a beast, man. I man, I thought that was a reach, you know. Bro, and then uh, what's Diggs the corner? Trayvon, Trayvon, Diggs? Trayvon Diggs. He's solid, man. He just got his ninth oh. for the season. That so defensive player of the year. <sighs> who else? I mean, who else even? I mean, it's either going to be – well, what's going to happen is Micah's a, a, a rookie, so they're going to give him the rookie defensive mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's up there. Uh, Raiders-wise is uh, Ngakwe, bro. Yannick. Yeah. Yannick Ngakwe. Over here, Denzel Perryman. Yeah, man. Second got- in the league in total tackles. What the heck? I thought, see, Instagram be lying, bro. The fan pages, like, bro, they be like, any Raider thing. Oh, yeah, we're first place. <laughs> like, bro, we're third place. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, Raider fans yeah, are. I actually like Perryman. We, we picked him up from you guys. Yeah. Yeah, Denzel Perryman's a thumper. He's short little middle yeah, linebacker that's like. He, he kind of reminds me of a. Like a like a miniature uh, Patrick Willis. Ooh, yeah, the way he plays, like a little mini mini Pat Will. Yeah, man, nice. What do you want? What do you really want to say about those Niner fans? Is there a, is there a Raider Niner rivalry? Can we cuss on there? This one wants to be Niners fan. Fuck you guys. <laughs> All you guys. You guys are fake fans. What? You guys don't know how to how it feels to struggle. When you guys lose, you guys are quiet. You guys are quiet. But the moment you guys win, you guys want to talk about us in your Facebook posts and shit. Like, what? We didn't even talk about you guys. Leave, <laughs> leave us alone. Take your take your win, man, or take your L. Shut the hell up. I'm tired of this. <clears throat> too many. Too many Niner fans that are, bro, I went to the Niner game in the Niner Raider game uh, preseason. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was walking by in this. In, in San Francisco. Yeah, Levi Stadium. Bro, this Niner fan, she was a, it was a girl. She's like, boo, fuck you, Raider. I was like, why are you so mad? <laughs> why are you so mad? You're winning. You're literally, <laughs> you're winning the game. Why are you mad at us? Leave us alone. <laughs> Yeah, well, what well, um, I have too many family members that are uh, <laughs> 49er fans, and uh, yeah, I I give it to them because I know them my my whole life, so they've been solid since day one. But all these other ones, fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, all you fake Niner fans, fuck you yeah, guys. I'm tired of this but the thing. real Niner fans, y'all cool. The you know the Niner fans I like is the. Uh, before Kaepernick's era. I like those Niner fans. So the ones that came in during the Super Bowl run didn't no, no, earn no. it? No, hell no. They just <laughs> all, they, they hopped on. Quest, all those quests for six motherfuckers? Fuck you guys. <laughs> those motherfuckers are 
fake fans. I like I like the all the Steve Young Niner fans. Who was right before Tim Rattay, Jeff Garcia? Jeff those Garcia. Niners, yeah. those Niner fans. Those were decent because we were good at that time. So it was all. <laughs> so it was a better time for you. It was a <laughs> even Stingfield, and then we got a fucking what's his name, Jamarcus Russell, and that's when everything went to shit. Who chose Jamarcus Russell? Bro, was it was that Al Davis? He's like, I need a big arm, not a chubby arm. Yeah, I need a big arm for my fast receivers. Well, he, he was like, I'll give you big. Yeah, big check. That's what he blew. Yeah. <laughs> What do you um? When did you start doing concrete, bro? My whole life, my dad started it. So my dad used to run his own concrete business out in the bay, and uh, I was when you were growing up. Yeah. So, and his company was called OS Construction. So, I put OS Concrete. Uh, out here just to you know bring his you know keep keep his name and stuff like that just to uh, nice. honor him and my mom because O stands for Olga which is my mom's name and then S is star which is my dad's name and uh, I just kept it just to you know help me hopefully give me some good luck starting business you know and I did concrete and not construction because I didn't know if my dad had like bad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bad history or anything like that. So I just did concrete. I was gonna do construction, but I didn't know if I was gonna come with a. <laughs> a it's like, oh, OS Concrete is back in business. You owe us money. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So I did concrete instead of construction. Okay, it's named OS Concrete, but do you do construction as well? Yeah, everything is pretty much. It's all in this. It's concrete, just so people know that that's like our main thing. But it's pretty much construction. Like we do everything. What what kind? Oh, okay. Yeah. What kind of concrete? Like what? uh, What do you like? Is that foundational? Is it driveways, sidewalks? Yeah, we do sidewalk, driveway. Um. Even like commercial projects, like uh, right now I'm about to do some curb work for this plaid pantry out here in. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, in uh, Hillsborough. And then uh, we also do like retaining walls, um, stamp concrete, but pretty much anything concrete, well, we do it. Man. So if anybody needs concrete, work done and like if they want to add something onto their house or business like how do they contact you uh just either hit me up uh my phone text me or you can look me up on uh on instagram os underscore concrete and uh, my page pull up and then my number or you can just shoot me a dm i can most people do that is they'll shoot me a dm dm if they see my like advertise advertisement on uh, instagram mm-hmm. And then uh, I'll either like set up a, a estimate. All my estimates are free, so I'll come oh, out. Nice. Yeah, check out what the what the project is or what you're looking to get done, and if it's doable. And then uh, I'll shoot them a quote later on that night and uh, through an email, and see if they like it. If they like it, you got it. So OS underscore concrete on Instagram DM uh, for more mm-hmm. information and. 
you can set up a free estimate. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I'll shoot you a text when we get that set up. Um, but yeah, it's it's been steady, man. It's been steady. Nice. So yeah. when did when did you start it? And like, how many like what cement machines oh, did you start funny, with? Or it's a funny story, man. So we were bouncing. Mm-hmm. at one point um downtown and then all of a sudden everything got shut down around in march time yeah yeah and then um so i was still doing like a little security job for the city in downtown and i wasn't really making that much so i think they were paying like 15 something an hour um so the money wasn't great you know and uh my mind started expanding a little bit and started like yeah. thinking ways to make money. And um, I started going on YouTube. YouTube, I started, you know, I got some downtime. So I was watching ways to make some steady income without spending money, you know? So, <laughs> so, so, bro, and guess how I started saving up money? So. I started a, a lawn care business and uh, that's how I was getting like some clients uh, through that. And I was doing like monthly cuts of, you know, just cutting grass, bro. Cutting grass, saving a little bit of money, buy a better mo- lawnmower. And then hey, upgrades. Cutting more, yeah, cutting more grass. And then my friend, sorry, man. Uh, my good friend Tassi, he's the one that uh, was actually thinking the same way I was thinking, and he actually started up um, a long uh, long care company called uh, Loco Moco. And uh, bro, and he was already ahead of the game. And I was like, "Dang man!" So I started using some of his stuff, his tools that he would lend me, and uh, I was uh, he had like all the better equipment, so I was able to do some of my jobs a lot faster. Nice. And then he actually was the one that was doing concrete already. And uh, I was like, dang, man, I think I want to. I Then it finally hit me like, man, I've been around concrete my whole life. And it, something, I you know. Yeah. And I, I grew up hating it because, <laughs> because of working for my dad for free. You know how that is with family. Oh, yeah. So I always would do the work, but not see the benefits of it like uh the money right but i you know i was blind to it because uh i i I did see the benefits because one we had our own house uh two everything i was always fed you know yeah anything i asked for my parents always got it you know somehow some way they got it and that's what it hit me like damn this is what was meant to be so I worked with Tassi way before I bounced at uh, at the airport, and I used to work at uh, the airport loading luggage. And we talked about it too. It's funny because it was like, "Man, we should get into concrete." And I was like, "Yeah," because another Tongan dude that was working there was doing it, and he was like, "Yeah, I just made," you know, he was like talking like, "Yeah, I just did this twenty grand job." Like, damn. damn. And I'm over here making peanuts, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> 
So I was like, damn, man, that's tight. And I thought about it. And then when I finally hit him up in March, like right before, you know, when COVID hit, then it was like getting real because he was already uh, a year in it deep, you know? And he was like, man, it's been good, you know? It's like he was still working a full-time job and doing that. Oh, damn. Yeah, so I was doing the same thing too. So I was doing my little lawn care thing and then uh, I picked up a little security job um at night and i was doing that security and at night and then concrete during the day and then uh he helped me toxic helped me get my license and my insurance and bond and all that stuff so it was it was he definitely helped me out with that part because i didn't i had no idea man because i was was gonna get into it i probably would have done it dirty bro (laughs) like all under the table oh gotcha what so what are some of the the like credit what is it you got to get like the credibility or insurance and stuff yeah so you, you gotta, gotta pass it you gotta pass a test yeah so so if you go to like organ.gov whatever and then uh you want to look up for like an l get an llc or if you uh for your certain type of llc you have to get a certain type of license so mine's was for um construction so you have to Go through a program. Uh, Tasi is the one that helped me pick this the program. You pay like two hundred bucks. They send you a book, and then you study that book for. You have to get in sixteen hours before you um, before you take the test. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the lady was like, "You have to get at least sixteen hours." On, Wait, like 16 hours on paper that you wrote down that you did it so i was like oh so you're saying just put down i did 16 hours but i learned i was like dude i'm not gonna i was reading the book like there's no way i can cheat off this because i don't know anything about this so but luckily it's an open book t- uh, test so what are what are some of the things that you you have to get certified in like concrete or construction techniques like to make sure that it's safe no so it's pretty much like what you're testing for is all like like the rules of running with the license like if you do i just learned this recently and i did this on test but uh if you do a job that's over two grand you have to give them a notice of uh I forgot what it's called. Uh, like they, uh, dang it! You have to give them a notice that the job cost you know, over two thousand. What is that? So, what is no, that so, number? So you're giving them. You have to give them three notices. So if it's over two thousand, then you got to give them a notice saying that okay, blah blah blah. If certain things are not done, or if your payment isn't made after the job is done we can hold a, uh, a a lien on your house like your property oh yeah so i learned that from that if they don't so if plaid pantry doesn't pay you for the curb work then you can like okay i'm gonna hold a lien against your building yeah so that it becomes mine yeah? <laughs> if they don't make it in a certain amount of time then that will become mine but and i didn't know that i, I had to like mm. earn uh but yes, yeah, things like that. Like they just teach you how to the the rule book of it. 
Yeah, pretty much like how to cover your ass. You know, because you know, some some homeowners will try to like scam you too if you um if you're new to it, like always take pictures of your surroundings like right before you start your job. So like if something's broken, take a picture of that before you get into it, like start because just so they know that hey, that was already broken. Or they'll try to scam you like, hey, this needs to be fixed or else I'm gonna call the the contractor's board to get my money back. Like, oh no 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 <laughs> that was already broken. Yeah, but that's why you have your insurance and your bond and all that stuff to cover you if things like that happen. And uh but yeah man if you guys you know if anybody wants to start an LLC in that type of work let me know because I know the steps now. Nice. Yeah. Start a start an actual LLC. Um you so you've done a bunch of concrete jobs already. Yeah. What are you, yeah. what are what are some of the reviews you get back from the customers? Um is it like, oh my gosh, this these steps are life changing. Like <laughs> this makes me so happy. Like what do they say? Like when you complete uh, a driveway or I used to um I used to record the customers at the end when we were done, just to like, hey, so I'm here with uh, blah blah blah, and we just finished this driveway here, and uh, just want to see what do you think. What do you think about your driveway? He's like, oh man, we love it. We love it. <laughs> yeah, so usually good, you know. Um, I mean, I had probably one, maybe one or two customers just because they're. You learn, man. You learn the type of customers that you take on. When you're money hungry, you take everything. But as you are doing that, you learn who not to pick up. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say things because... <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's certain people you just watch out for. So when I do the estimates, this is a trick. When you do your estimates, you fill them out. Like, you talk to them, like, hey, how you doing? Like, it's like, if it's like, yeah, I want this. Uh, if I wanted like a certain degree, like, man, I hate I hate that, you know, like very picky customers. It, it all depends, man. If the number's right, then you take it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Number, yeah. If the number is right, you take it. But if it's not worth it, you're stressed. I'm telling you right now, man, this is probably the most stress I've ever felt in my life. Dealing with those kinds of customers? Is running a business period man. that's that's more stressful than like the the vip door at shake yes or yes. because the vip door at shake you know it's all it's all muscle memory baby <laughs> <laughs> all muscle memory i yeah no definitely choose your your yeah. piece over exactly so you, you know the it's not and to me it's not it's not about the money you know it's it's about being able to call something of your own, you know, and that your first, the, your first payment that you ever get, like when you're running a business, like, dang, I did something and it was my idea, you know, like it was probably somebody else's idea, but I made it work, you know? Yeah. You, you made it into a real thing. Yeah. Like I made an income from it. And that's like, that's the best part about it, you know, being able to be your own boss is. I think any everybody should try that, you know. It's a different no, I'm telling you, it's a different way of life. Once you feel that, it's like dang, there's so many loopholes 
bro and this this life is it's insane man like taxes and stuff like that bro mm. there's so many loopholes that people don't don't even know because they're going through the motion they're just going through the motion like i'm gonna go clock in on i just like the security of having a job which is cool you know i'm not dogging that i still will go work for the benefits of mm-hmm. certain stuff but, but you're you're saying that there there are benefits to being a business owner. Yeah, exactly. A doer. You see, it's you see life in a different perspective because you're able to control it. You're on your own time. Um, man, there's days where I go to work for like two hours, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, uh, I think I'm gonna call it a good day because I'm just not, you know. But you can't do that at, at any other somebody else's job you know mm-hmm. but that's the perks of it but you, you also my another thing that i learned about myself man it's like i have to be on my own ass you know you got to be on your your own shit you got to make it happen yeah exactly and uh and especially in oregon though you know a lot of people face depression and shit like that and i'm just figuring out that i think i have depression just from the weather and just how everything is now is like man you have to mentally push yourself to get out of bed like damn man that's you know you, you don't think about it especially islanders you know we're probably hard-headed so it's like oh no taking it. You know, that don't happen to us we're island boys you know depression doesn't get me cannot exactly you know, we're, we're made in the sun so but then again, we don't have sun, so that's why. <laughs> oh, so you, you feel like it's seasonal depression where it's just no, like, it's, it's that. It's the holiday season, um, so you're stressing out about that. Man, it is the holiday season. Exactly. Things are happening. People. <laughs> Bro, did let's, I just tell you about? Let's talk about that. Yes. You want me to tell you about what just happened to me? Yeah, yeah. So what happened so like i posted on instagram just warning people like hey guys it's that time of year you know people are gonna get desperate and uh you know it's the holidays so people are getting desperate and you know porch pirates are out people are going around and it's still happening you know (laughs) bro like crazy i just got a ring camera from my my place nice uh but uh and i see people posting the porch pirates everywhere bro and they're not even carrying like no mask nothing they're just grabbing so that and people are breaking into cars now a lot more than i've ever seen in portland especially are you you hearing from like other people too yeah just from posts uh and then i'm on that neighborhood app that uh our next door app that has like uh so everybody in your neighborhood can chat and stuff like that so and there's always stuff about cars getting broken into. And uh, luckily, the night, so this is what happened. Me and my girl went out on uh, Halloween Eve. And we went out midnight to uh, a haunted house to, uh, it was like Fear fear PDX or something like that. And then, uh, you know, and that was, that was tight, you know, that was fun. I've never been to like a legit um, haunted, haunted house, house? Bro, nice. but that was, it was dope. But, and then 
you know, after, bro, and this is like almost two in the morning. We get back to the house. Yeah. Get back to the house. My girl actually needed to use the bathroom really bad. So I gave her the keys. And then, uh, and I'm walking to the door, not even thinking that we didn't even lock the door. So we didn't lock the door, bro. And we wake up in the morning and I left. So in the back of the seat, I threw my, I have a coach bag that uh, my girl got me for my birthday. And then she had a, a coach or a Louis Vuitton wallet that was in my bag. Oh, damn. Bro. And then we go in there and she wanted her ID and stuff or her wallet before I left. And I was like, I think you brought it inside because I don't see it. It's not in the back. And she's like, well, it's not in here. So I go inside the house, start throwing everything around, looking for my stuff. And then I was looking in the the areas where I always put stuff down. Mm-hmm. It was not there. So I was like, I think we got jacked. I think someone stole our stuff. Wow. And then I, because uh, I went to go look in my truck to see if anything was stolen. And I had like $5 that was laying on the, the seat. And they didn't touch that. So I was like, I don't think we got jacked. But we got jacked, bro. Like, they took our stuff. And I, we didn't even know it. So I filed a police report uh, just in case, you know, thinking that it, it was stolen or we misplaced it. We didn't. I didn't know if it was we got stolen here or at the, the haunted house. Mm-hmm. But we filed a, a police report, and they're no help. But... <laughs> When you lose things, bro, when you lose anything. It's, that's just a record. It's yeah. not, no, they're not going to go send detectives to find me. Yeah, bro. So, so what I did uh, was just every day I was always looking on Facebook Marketplace or uh, OfferUp just to see if. How many days were you were you doing this for? It was a week. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was a week. And then a week later, uh. I saw somebody in our apartment complex buy something from a neighbor. Like they just did, because I was walking up my stairs and I heard him go, um, hey, we're here for that thing that we were, uh, that you were selling on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And they made a deal with whatever and they sold it. I was trying to see if they just stole my- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't, it was something else. And then, um, I was like, damn, maybe let me go check one more time, see if it was on offer up. And and then it, next thing you know, my bag was there. And uh and my girl's wallet was so I only saw my bag first and I clicked on it, the profile of the guy that was selling it, and he had a picture of my girl's wallet. And I was like, what a fucking coincidence. Both <laughs> things that were stolen. And I knew it was mine because, like, bro, you're not gonna randomly just sell this i these two items together, like what? Yeah. And then I told the the police department, like, hey, I found the guy that's selling our stuff, and this is what they said. How do you know it's yours, bro? I'm a, bro. It's it's a coincidence that they just sell selling the two items that were that taken from us. It's like, yeah, but you kind of see it were we're dealing with like we don't really have like was there like a certain track or anything like that but uh so my girl's wallet has a lot of jean stains jean stains yeah on the wallet just from like rubbing against uh, like a blue blue jeans oh okay yeah so 
that's how I was like, oh yeah, that's that's ours. But then was in my bag. I always carry my uh, business cards. So I told him like, well, if you look, if you get the bag and you check, there's a little secret pouch that nobody really knows. Wow. And it has my business card in there. But they're gonna take too long. They're gonna take like months and months trying to track months. Yeah, bro. Like, mm. so I went to work out. They're not worried about your shit. Yeah, bro. I said, go get it. So I I did go, and they called me. Like, hey, where are you? Was like, oh, I'm about to meet up with the guys. Like, oh, wait, we. Uh, so I'm not gonna tell you that you're not. You can't do that, but we suggest that you don't do that. I was like. So I was like thinking in my head. So they kind of like spooked me a little bit because thinking like, man, fuck it. So I left. I left the area because he, the guy that I hit him up on offer of wanted me to meet him at a a, a seventy six gas station. Mm-hmm. I met. I went over there and then uh, the police called and spooked me out a little bit. So I left. Then the next day, in my head, bro, I was like thinking about it all day. I was like, man, fuck this. And I'm working out in in. Uh, and can be. And I got done a little early. So on my way back back home, uh, I hit him up on offer up again. So hey, you want to meet up right now? So it's like, yeah, I'll be there in like 30 minutes. Like, cool, I'll be there in 30 minutes. So I pull up to the gas station. I put my truck, I parked my truck on the side just so that he doesn't see the truck because it has my like. Cause I'm thinking in my head, like I'm about to beat this kid's ass, <laughs> or whoever this dude is. So I put my, I park my truck on the side because it has my, uh, my logos and stuff like on it on there. So I didn't want him to see it. You didn't want your logos to be in the, the film yeah. of yeah. you whooping his ass by some stranger. Right, exactly. Just in case I did beat his ass. <clears throat> so I met up with him and he was like, "Yeah, I'm here." Like I'm looking around, and all there. All there was that was at the guest room was this little little Mexican kid, bro, like 15 years old. I'm like, hey, I'm here. It's like, where you at? It's like, then I saw him on his phone, like saying, yeah. hey. I was like, oh, are you selling that stuff? So he was selling a polo, uh, like a vest jacket, mm-hmm. polo vest. And I was, I told him like, yeah, bring that too, because I was trying to pretend like I'm into all, whatever he was selling, and the bag. So he's like, yeah, yeah, come back here. Bro, he tried to pull me around the corner of the gas station. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, bro, let's stay over here. It's kind of weird over there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, because he had his backpack. Well, like, weird. So I showed up, and he's like, hey, can I see the cash first? So I was like, fuck, I didn't bring cash. <laughs> so I was like, oh, uh, hold on, let me go to the ATM. So I was like. Actually. Luckily, yeah. So I did because he wasn't gonna show me if I didn't show him no cash. Oh right, you so he wouldn't even show you your bag and stuff. Yeah, so I was like, all right, hold on, let me go to the ATM. Like, so I'm like putting my shit in, my debit card to get the cash out. While I'm doing that, I'm like thinking my head, like this motherfucker telling me to fucking do this shit. What the hell? <laughs> and then I got the cash, and then uh, I went over wait, there. wait, wait. How much was he asking? Dude, that's for four hundred dollars, bro. All right, four hundred dollars for everything, but. Bro, the bag itself, my girl's wallet was 500 something. And then my bag is 800 So, like, he was trying to sell it. Was that retail new? Yeah. So, he was trying to sell the wallet for 30 bucks, Bro, and then he tried to sell my bag for $100. So, 
the most expensive thing was that he was selling was the polo vest. <laughs> bro, I was like, what? What? It's the $200 polo vest? Yo, bro. <laughs> it was over the, over the Louis Vuitton wallet and the coach bag. Oh, and it was it had a hole in it with the feathers sticking out. I was like, oh, that? what? Yeah, and then shut. No, okay. So I, I no. showed him the money. I counted it in front of him, but I didn't want him to hold it. So I was like, "Yep, there's four hundred there," and I put it in my pocket. Boom! Because he was about to whoop his ass. <laughs> so he didn't. He didn't pull the ba- the bags out yet. So he brought out the polo vest. I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. And I was like, yeah, I just <laughs> put it to the side. I'm like, you got the bags? Let me see the bags. And he was like, kind of like, oh, I don't know. This guy really. Oh, what? Yeah, I was like, yeah, let me see the bag. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he gave me his dumbass, gave me the wallet and the, the bag, my bag at the same time. And I was like, oh, yep, this is tight. And I looked in my little pocket where my business card you was. You pulled out your business card? I was like, what the fuck is this? It's like, damn, that's hella funny. You know, you know that business? He's like, oh, I don't know why that's, that's probably from. My friend that used to own it, I was like, nah, bro, this is this is my business. It's like, why is my business card in this bag? He's like, what do you mean? It's like, bro, this is my business card. Why is it in this bag? He's like, I don't know. I was like, I'll tell you why. This is my fucking bag. <laughs> this is my shit. You stole my shit. And he was trying to play like, oh no, man, you're oh, no, man, you're not gonna accuse me of stealing your stuff. I was like, I didn't say you stole it. You stole. You just said you stole it, motherfucker. Like you took all. You took my shit out of my car. It's like no, nah, bro. I just, I just buy stuff and resell. Like I bought that from somebody. I was like, man, just wait here. The police are on the way, but they were on their way because they don't. They're not gonna come. So like, so when I told him, like, bro, this fucking security trick. <laughs> yep. I was like, hey, they're already on their way, bro. So you might as well just chill. Bro, he booked it. He booked it. Oh yeah. Bro, the thing is that's funny is that when I met him there, he came out his apartment complex that was right next door to the gas station. Like, bro, I just saw you walk out your building from that door that enters your apartment. Dummy. So he tried to jump into a little getaway car and, and drove off. And then I'm as I'm going home with my stuff, it's like, bro, why did you run for? He's like, bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna file a complaint that you just stole my bags. I was like, oh, I stole your bags? <laughs> and then I spoke to him. He's like, hey, man, I don't want any trouble. I just I just buy stuff from, from this guy that sells stuff, and then I resell it. It's like, bro, if you're a reseller, you would know how much these fucking bags were. And you're going to sell it for fucking peanuts, dude? That's what pissed me off. If he was older, bro, I would. So you don't, you don't think he got it from somebody else? You think he just fucked up and tried to play it off? Yep, for sure. That's probably like a go-to if you get caught. Like yeah. I didn't steal it. The so person I bought it from stole it, but I purchased it. Yeah, he was trying to say like some kid named Adrian sold it to him. I was like, bro, then give me Adrian's number. And he gave me this number, bro. And I called it, go straight to it's it's a disconnected phone number. So like, yeah, you're full of shit, dude. Like, so you got you, you got your stuff back. Yeah, bro, man. If it was if it was an older cat, oh, I probably, probably would have slapped him. But it was a little kid, and and if, I don't know if he saw the message. It was like, it's like, why'd you run for it, bro? It's like, bro, you're a big ass man. You can't make- <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's like, you think I'm going to sit there and get assaulted? No, thank you. <laughs> Like, oh, Wait. So, was your girl, your girls' uh, IDs and stuff were gone? Yeah, they, those were gone. Uh, Damn. Luckily, I had an extra ID, but she already, we already got our shit back. It was just annoying, like you know, like fuck, man. My my thing was in there too. My uh, DPSST was in there. Oh shit! You had to get another one of those. Yeah, I had to order another one. But it's just it's just annoying for like, bro. The, and he lived. The where I met him at is like 30 minutes from where we live. Wait, but, it's way out there? Yeah, bro. It's literally like in uh what is that place called? Well, it's like 30 minutes from here. And so uh, where he lives is 30 minutes away from where your bag got jacked. Yeah, which is where I live. So this is what they do, bro. They they drive out to neighborhoods that are further from where they live. Okay. Go around, start pulling door handles to see if a car will open. And if it opens, bro, it's free game. So you're gonna lock your car doors now. Oh, for sure. I'm I'm on security. <laughs> Yo, what's up with that? Uh do you have that ring camera installed? Yes, sir. It's right what's, in my window. I'm I'm thinking about getting one. What are uh is Get it, it is it worth it? Yeah, I actually was gonna switch to another one. It's called uh, Ping Ping or something. Like that. It's a it's a little cheaper, but there it does the same thing. Oh, is free? Is it like a monthly subscription or something? Oh no, it's free. Oh okay. Yeah, you just sign up, and then uh, you just sign up, and then you it has so every time somebody there's motion, like you can even set up to like where like where my camera is facing the parking lot. But it's also, uh, you can see the the main street right there. But you can block out the the area. It's called like something zone, like uh, secure zones. So it's only watching the area that you want it to watch. So all that movement on the street doesn't. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And you can do that, and then I can even talk through it, like to the kids if I need them to do something or something like that. And then it has like a alarm on it, so you can set off alarm. To freak people out if how, how loud is it? Bro, it's hell loud, bro. <laughs> what does it sound like? Bro, I won't do it right now, but the kids are in there. The I mean, like, can you can you imitate the sound that it makes? Is it like a wee wee or is it like a like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> like an aggressive buzzer? <laughs> oh, like yeah, exactly like a buzzer beater, but like fifty times back. Oh damn! Yeah, bro. So if you're in the house, you'll hear it for sure. And that's just one of the cameras. Imagine if I had like six in there. Bro, and yeah, you could set up off. like a whole security. Bro, and they all go off at the same time. Oh shit! That would scare everybody in the house. <laughs> yeah, but like you can. Like you can record people coming up to your door, and if anyone is yeah, comes so, into those secure areas, so how the app works is, um, it'll like it'll notify you that there's motion, but it also records like a little clip of what the motion is until they leave. So I always get like uh, Amazon drivers and UPS and all that shit, and then uh, man, I after getting the app, like damn, there's a lot of movement in our apartment complex like i'm glad i got it because now i can see 
like who belongs there and who doesn't. Okay. Oh, okay. You can like, it's a lot more people walking around than you thought. Yeah, bro, way too many. Uh, oh. I, know, I know who lives here now. <laughs> just by watching, <laughs> just by watching the videos, I know who lives here and who's supposed to be here. Yeah. And then we get like those random like walkers that just walk through here, like, like what the fuck are you guys doing there? Yeah, it's just. And the apartment security system here sucks. They don't really have a security system here. They just let, and now, man, it's like they're just letting anybody move in. So there's like a gate or something. No, you no. said anybody move in? Yeah, bro. Like when we first moved here, there like there was a lot. They were like very strict on who they let move here. What does that mean? Like. Like the way it's like oh it was it was a lot more older people that was living there. Uh now there's like a lot of younger younger cats that are moving in, bro, and most of them are like there's this one dude that lives next to us and he has like a fucking Trump Trump this, Trump that. I was like, oh fuck, here we go. (laughs) He's your neighbor? Yeah. Fuck Biden guy, like, oh damn. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. There are so many of those flags out yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, have you talked to him yet? What's his name? No, I'm, I haven't talked to him. You're not no. gonna try? No, no, I'm not gonna try. He's put, he put up the wall. Yep. <laughs> I already know that. Yeah. Well, I already accused him of stealing my shit. <laughs> so. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah, it's one of them because they have sketchy ass people. They have like more than one person living in that building with them, and most of them are pretty sketchy looking. Wait, it's a MAGA guy that steals and resells shit. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't him. That's who I thought. I accused him. That's my fault. I accused. That's him. the first time you talked to him. Was hey, you took my shit? No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't go up to him. I was just trying to. So my neighbor downstairs has a camera. They had a ring camera before I did. I was like, hey, you think I can see if you can see if there was anybody here on this night? Your neighbor's the fucking complex security system? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he just has it so it's watching his car. Yeah. But uh, he's like, yeah, I didn't see. There was a car here, but it wasn't any car that was parking. Like They just came in and left. And uh, it wasn't the neighbor that I thought it was. But then, so I kind of like, oh, shit. I kind of feel bad. Like, oh, my bad. Wait, but you didn't talk to that guy oh, and say never, that? Yeah, I never talked to him. No. You just like in your head was like, I'm going to fuck this dude up. <laughs> like, he knows I wore that bag. <laughs> like, this motherfucker my shit. I knew it Because, well, it's- what made it even more crazier was when they sold something. Remember, they sold something um, from. Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking in my head like, these motherfuckers just sold my bag. I'm just about to look up on Facebook real quick to see if they sold it or they have it up still posted. But then, that, luckily, they did that because then I found my actual bag. Nice offer up. So. So they actually helped you. Yeah. So uh, I was just judging, you know, reading <laughs> a book by cover. This is the this is your Trump neighbor. Yeah, bro. So your Trump neighbor helped you out. He gave you a good. Not lead. really. 
Technically, yes. You gave me a lead. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming up. Yep. And everybody's losing their shit, man. So they're getting desperate. This is the, a holiday of connection and unity. Yeah, somehow, some way. You and your neighbor. <laughs> Yo, he's going to be the biggest Raider fan. You just got to ask him. <clears throat> I don't think they like Raiders. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are huge Trump Raider fans. Oh, I bet there is, bro. What, uh, what's going on with the Raiders, man? Six and five. Yes, sir. We're uh, technically last because of division records, but tied up with the other two teams, the Chargers and the Broncos. Derek Carr yep. under center. What is uh, How do you feel about this team and this situation this season? I I like it. Paper wise, it's like dang, why we should be amazing, like on paper, you know. But uh, we also had outside activity with John Gruden getting fired <clears throat> with his email stuff, and then Henry Ruggs, you know, with his situation, and then Arnett with his situation. So it was just a like a dude. It was like a domino effect, like. There's one thing happening and then another thing happening. So I think it kind of messed up. <clears throat> it mess, messes with the players mentally, you know. And It's got to, right? It's got to yeah. affect them, all that happening. Yeah, because even, even Tim Brown, one of the great Raider receivers, you know, he tweeted, it was like, uh, I know how it is, you know, because we lost the Raider player during his time in 80 something um being not being able to be there for your brother and tell him that it's gonna be okay really messes with your head you know and i i they're close you know like this this year was weird because i follow i follow the raiders pretty closely i even listened to like locked on raiders with uh <clears throat> their little podcast that they do every day and uh with the you know with the people that are that interview them every day so they sound close like you know like they're brothers like everybody is there for each other you know they they hold each other accountable which i like you know and people keep thinking like oh they're in vegas so they're it's gonna be hard to stay focused and they've been pretty good you know uh it's just unfortunate with henry Ruggs situation you know he's just out with his with his girl you know, that top, that top golf, you know, got him, you know. But- <laughs> he said that top golf. Yeah, bro. Yo, do you think the bartenders have been, uh, like, cite- given a citation yet for that? Man, I didn't even think about that, but I'm sure something. It was, like, twice the limit. Exactly. And then, like, the security let him drive? I mean, bro. If, you, is, if somebody's, I mean, I understand like people will try to get away from you and stuff, but that's that's crazy. My thing is like, you're a multi-millionaire football player. Like, you make so much money, you shouldn't even be driving your stuff. Like, I know you want to show off your your Corvette, bro. Like, everybody has a car, but if you're gonna go out, bro. They literally have a system, bro. I didn't know this, but the NFL literally gives that service to every team 
so stuff like this doesn't happen you know that like they there's a whole driving service just for the players to go wherever they want to go so it's kind of like man i feel sorry for him but it's like damn dude like you have so many options so many options that you had before you took the you know took that option of driving and you had your girl with you bro like yeah she was in the hospital too yeah yeah man it's it's just sad man sucks cuz he you know and we felt it too like when, once he left we didn't he, we didn't have that deep threat you know signed to Sean so, Jackson Yep. So once we did that, when we signed uh, DJX, it helped open up a little bit more. So now other teams know that, oh, we can still throw it deep um, now that we have that option. Be- before it was like, dude, he, he was struggling because it'll be a run, a run, a short, short pass, short pass, run, and then right out of nowhere, a deep, deep bomb to Henry. You know, and uh, we didn't have that, so it, it's been rough. But now that we have Deshaun, he's uh, open, and, and now it's I'm glad we signed him because man, we, they were talking about signing OBJ, and I was like, hell no, we don't need that. No, hell no. Yeah, I, I think he's, about it, he's like, old. That would be cool, but I mean, Deshaun is old too, but I feel like he's more. I feel like he would be more easier to like uh, connect with, you know, with the with everything. I feel like OBJ is cancer, man. Like, sure. Oh, okay, yeah. Like he has skills, but like he wouldn't be uh, like less of a team uh, yeah. signing. Like, yeah. Some, well, from what I'm getting, from what I've seen, is it's always been more about him than what's the goal you know like after that one catch that got america's attention there he blew up man he started being different <laughs> it's like one catch changed his life and then you know i think everyone expects to see that every time but he hasn't been you know his performance with the browns his numbers are not good like it wasn't as good as what he was doing in in new york that's for sure. So and de- defenses, you know, without that, without that deep threat, <clears throat> defenses were able to just double up on Waller, bro. Not have to worry about anything real back. Right, exactly. And then uh, now that we have that deep threat, he's he's been able to spread it, you know, spread it out more. So we he's throwing a Renfro now a lot more, uh, Zay Jones a lot more. Even the other tight end, uh, uh, Foster Moreau, Moreau, Moreau. Moreau. Yeah. So now that, you know, that takes the load off of Darren Waller. And you saw it, you know, the last game on Thanksgiving, Waller went out because of an injury. Yeah. So, but he, you know, we're still good. Like, we don't need Waller. But we need Waller, but we don't need Waller. <laughs> you, can, you can still get a big win without it. Yeah, we can still – even with Foster Moreau, he still fills in, you know, when he steps up. What is up with uh, Josh Jacobs? I thought he was, like, a good running back. He, he's a solid – this year, man, he's been kind of off lately. And, uh, I, I have no idea. He just finally blew out. Or 
have a blowout game this last game, you know. This is the – that was the most yards he had all season. Damn. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's like he got his contract. Now he's going to chill a little bit. But uh, we have uh, Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he's been doing the load. So, yeah. I like I like Josh Jacobs, and I know he can be good when he's good, you know. But uh, I don't know. He's he's been kind of quiet this season, and uh, I'm looking for those big breakout runs that he was doing his first, you know, his first year. And he's where he would like shrug off the first guy or two, and then break away. Right, because that's what he was known for was the yards, his yaks, you know. Yeah. After contact. Yep. So what? He's just not. Trying, trying as hard this year. Maybe, maybe it's also hitting him with the Henry Ruggs thing, but I don't know. I feel like he was even before, like at the beginning of the season, there was um, he was talk tight. about him. Well, him being like in fantasy, like a fourth round pick, and I was like, Ooh. that's like the running back one of an offense that's supposed to that's supposed to go like he's going to get short touchdowns. He's going to get carries for yards. He's going to yeah. get some catches. Like he's not just a running one. He can catch. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I, I thought he was like a RB one, like a, at least a round two pick, but yeah, and that's what I was trying to figure out where the disconnect was. Bro. I have no idea. He's just been, I don't know. I, I like him, but he, he has to produce. Been, yeah, he's not just – he's not putting it up like he was, you know. And then you get Kenyon Drake, which is <clears> – I think it was a good pickup because um, he's been doing his job, you know. Like, <clears throat> he's also receiving a back. So, he can't, he does a lot of routes, and it's it's been helping. Like, he, he'll have, like, a good game, and then when, when he's off, then Josh is doing good. Nice. I feel like he he signed for a lot, so he's definitely you know trying making his his contract worth it. Where with with everything that's happened this season, new coach, interim coach, uh, Henry's rugs car crash, um, Arnett being released. What it what is the way forward? What do you think the best way for the Raiders to? to turn this around and, and get back to, like, championship ways. Man, <clears throat> and that's what I always think about is, like, yeah, I want to win the Super Bowl, but, man, I want to win Super Bowls. Like, I want a dynasty team. Like, <clears throat> but, I mean, I don't care if we go to the Super Bowl and win one at least <laughs> while I'm alive. <laughs> but uh, we just got to stick to – because right now, Rich – which Passaccia is the uh, the head coach, <clears throat> the inner whatever called head yeah, coach. Yeah. And uh, he's been doing good. Like what they what the players talk about is how <clears throat> how he he knows what the mission is. Like he wants to win that ring. And uh, everybody's on the same. If as long as everybody's on the same page, like I just want to see. I feel like when they're. <clears throat> When they're down, like they just they just mope, bro. Like they mope around, like oh, we're down, we're losing. But there was a couple games where we were like down by fourteen, you know, and we'll come back. <clears throat> we just gotta do what we did in, like we did in with in Dallas, get it in quick, like 
score. Like, bro, we, there's so many chances where we're in the in the red zone and we don't score. We gotta take those chances where, where when we're close. Like, we got we gotta score those every time. We can't rely on our kicker because our kicker be pissing me off too. He pissed me off, bro. Like he would miss Daniel me Carlson. Oh, he's been missing like. Oh what? The game, like, there's games where we lost because of his kicks. Oh no! That like later on it'll haunt us. Like he'll miss a. Oh okay. The, yes. the, no, the three point. <clears throat> like he'll miss the the extra point. Like, bro, what are you doing? It's literally what thirty five. Is it thirty five yards now? Uh, from the fifteen. Yeah. <clears throat> so seven, 25, 32. 32. He's 24 of 27 this season. And those other what? 24, come Those three that he missed were like super easy kicks, bro. Like if he made those, we would have won those games. Daniel Carlson is eighth. Uh, eighth in the league in field goal percentage at 88.9, but 25th on extra points, See, 92%. Because of those, he but made, he's also the second highest scoring kicker overall. That's well, I guess that's good. So, okay, so what that means is the Raiders are kicking a hell of hell of a lot of field goals, exactly because we're not finishing in the in the red zone <clears throat> when we're in that area, though. Well, we don't. We don't score. Damn. We can't. It's like we go dumb or something. Like <laughs> we just can't figure it out. <clears throat> What's up with Darren Waller? Big target in the in in the red zone. Is that not his money like area? Or are it they is. doubling him up? It is, but it's also. I think the league knows that that's our that's our target. Like, <clears throat> yeah. So what he's doing now is he's spreading it. But we also finally starting using Mariota as well. Oh yeah, yeah. goal line. That <clears throat> yeah, goal so, line goal mine. Yeah. So thank God because I've been waiting for days games where Mariota comes in and starts killing. But <clears throat> so we started using him as well. You saw where that play where we were in the in the red zone and then um car was on. <laughs> Stefan or uh, Trayvon Diggs. It's like, yeah, come, hey, come here, come here, come here. And then Moriota runs it in for the touchdown. But we just need to, bro, if, if we can just finish our drive, bro, and score, bro, mm-hmm. good. Who's the, who's that on? Is that that on the quarterback, the receivers, the it's line? On, it's on the team. It's on, well, shit. Usually, like, when we're, the, when we're getting on a good run, like a good drive, Bro, it's penalties, man. Penalty kills mm. us, man. And it's one motherfucker that keeps fucking getting it is um, Lawrence, <clears throat> the our our tackle, our right guard, <clears throat> number seventy-five. Dude, <laughs> he gets the most. Bro, he's, he's a rookie, but he gets the most holding calls, dude. Yeah, pissing me off, dude. Yo, they uh, the Ringer Fantasy Football Podcast did like a breakdown or a small thing on how holding penalties like totally kill drives. Like well, you could be moving to midfield or whatever, but you get a holding penalty and it's first and twenty. Yeah, yeah good luck. Those those 
Those are drive killers. This this season though, like with the penalty calls, bro, it's insane, bro. Is it more? <clears throat> well, now we have taunting. Oh right, right. Like, what's can, up with taunting? Bro, you could be looking at the space, and then if you do something, even if like if I don't if, hate the rule, bro. Even if it's like fifty yards away, like another player was down there, but you're not even looking at them, you can get a taunting. Like, I, I think there have been some missed, like yeah, like the game things. against against the Chargers when Darren Waller was hyped after he caught a caught, he caught a ball. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Like, bro, yeah. what? It was just near the Chargers sideline. Yes, there was people there, but he wasn't. He wasn't even. Yeah, but did you hear what the the mic the field mic picked up? What did it say? He was like, "Yeah, you bitch ass Chargers." Did he? No. Nah, <laughs> They throw the flag every time they talking shit. Nah, no. So the only thing I heard that makes sense about the taunting thing is like, if you are just trying to shit on your opponent, like, yeah, and be mean, and kids see that, and <laughs> I don't know if it's like these motherfuckers got me with the children angle. Yeah. Like, okay, so if kids think it's okay, like, that's part of the game, right? Not only part of the game, it's part of the highest levels of the game yeah, where yeah. not only do I score on you, but I'm yeah. going to fucking salt shaker this shit right oh, in your face. Yeah. Or I'm going to point at you and say, I did that to you, bitch. Yeah. Like, exactly. you, you don't want to set that example. I don't think that's necessarily what was going on, but in some cases you saw yeah. people try to just, like, you know, run up the score, not not literally, but kind of, yeah, yeah, figuratively, uh, in their actions post celebration or post in, in their celebrations or whatever. So yeah. if you are, if you're intentionally like in their face, like yeah, I'm a, yeah, 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 look, yeah, I, I did. Okay, so that's you know taunting. That's that's taunting, but right? If like, but if it's like that situation with Waller and the sideline, like yeah, that was not taunting, right? Right. It's like, bro, come on. You know that he wasn't even Waller's not that kind of guy. Mm. Like he's not really um the character a... defense. Yeah, like a shit talker. He's not like a Aaron Donald personality, you know. <clears throat> he he wouldn't have said anything like that. He was just hyped. He made a good play. Yeah, Which yeah. is fine. Celebrate yourself, right? But you yeah. don't you don't necessarily need to tell your opponent. Right. Because your opponent was like <laughs> your opponent gave up the play. They know. Right. Yeah, right. so celebrate, but be humble about it. Right? Or you can celebrate like a motherfucker with your teammates, right? Like right. you can get super hyped in a team celebration, but if your if your team celebration or your celebration is aimed at your opponent, then that is by right. rule taunting. Right. And if that's an emphasis, then they're gonna throw it. But some of those, some of them were like judgment calls that I don't know shouldn't have been. Like there was the one where the Packers guy was staring at I don't know uh, the other sideline <clears throat> because oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. got cut from them in the preseason yeah. and, or signed to the practice squad and then he made the team and then he made a play and he was like y'all should have kept me and then when he ran back he bumped it to the official and yeah. he, the official was already looking at him to throw it so he he got a flag for that that was that was weird there was one where the first guy that caught a ball I, this might have been the first week of the season caught a ball on the opponent's sideline and then like popped up and spun it 
and the ball like spun towards the sideline and then the ref threw the flag he was like taunting for like i don't so some of those are from the from the tv cameras maybe it doesn't look like that but maybe on the field on the field the ref saw him look at you know his opponent and spin the ball i don't know that, but then you have to trust that the that the referees are are doing the right thing like right. it and it's like are they just being emotional and then the, you got the pi calls like it's it's nice when it's for your side like yeah we got a pi call yeah because now we can you know first and wherever where the penalty was at first thing close to the red zone but you know when it's like P.I. calls are like, there's no way. That's not a P.I. Hand fighting, equal amount of, of pressure. The ball is uncatchable. Like, there there are things you can, when watching it back, especially in slow motion on these replays, where you're like, that's, that's not pass interference. Yeah. There's not any real, you know, restriction of the offensive player. They were just kind of, you know, there was contact being made, but that's contact on both sides. Right, exactly. So it's also, you know, it's a hard, it's a hard job, man. I don't know if I could officiate a NFL. Let's go be refs. Yeah. Let's go ref a football game Bro. and see how we do. What, like a high school game? You want to be in charge of like some some high school kids state championship? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> no, don't flag him. Yeah, bro. Well, I used to like for um for high school like. After, I think I think it was like my the year after I graduated, I went to like a couple of football games and I asked if I can run the chains, <laughs> bro. So I was on the opponent's side and I'm doing the chains, and then I'll be like, after like one of them get like hit on the side, I'm like, yeah, get them. <laughs> the other team was like, wait, what? <laughs> Why is the chain gang? Yeah, cheering and for then, the. And then one of the guys that was with me that was doing the chain, he was like a dad or something like that. I was like, yep, that's that's their number one running back right there on, on our team. And then he got mad. He was like, why would you tell him that? Now they're going to start doing defensive plays against him. It's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> no, this is, bro, what do you care? Bro, they know that he's good. They're going to have to play against him. <clears throat> it's, like, you, it's like saying – you know, oh yep, Derrick Henry is the best. It's like, why would you tell Bro, them? Bro, why would you tell like, them? Now they're gonna stuff the box. Like, okay, let's go ahead and see if you can do that with Derrick Henry. It's like, bro, people know if you're a good player, people know you're a good player. <clears throat> and then you just can't stop. You just can't stop it. Um changing gears. What is uh what would be your number one tip for raising kids? Oh, or what's a, what's something that it's um, patience, man. <laughs> you need a lot of patience <clears throat> because for my sons, I have to remember that they're just kids. My ki- my boys are really smart, so they talk to me like adults <laughs> like i'm talking to them like they're like 20 years old or something like that you know <clears throat> how old so, are they 
there my oldest is six and then my son is uh he just he just turned four yeah and then uh <clears throat> no he just turned five no he's four wow ah, see and you gotta remember birthdays that's another <laughs> And then, and then my girl has two girls, so I've been helping her out with her girls. So now I got two more kids, um, <clears throat> and uh, they're they're getting. One of them is about to be a teenager. She is eleven, eleven, and then eleven year old, and then a nine year old. <clears throat> so you know, I got two little boys, and then two older girls. And uh, it's like a balance, you know. <clears throat> with the boys, it's more um, a lot more patience. With the girls, they're pretty good girls, so I don't really have to like worry or you know nag on them too much. Because uh, the oldest one is a really good; uh, she's a neat freak, but the other one isn't. So <laughs> the oldest one always gets on her to get you know like be better about. Built in, right? Nice. So it's she's always been on her about you know cleaning and stuff like that. So it helps us a lot. So we don't have to nag you know nag them about cleaning and stuff. The boys, <clears throat> they're still little. So my son's my son is into Madden like crazy. Like bro. oh, bring it. Yeah. So trying to since, play trying to play head to head. Yeah. So whoever or ever since he started flag football. Football has just been his thing, which I nice. love, you know. So I've been uh, – he's not a Raiders fan. He is a – well, he's a bandwagon, so he'd be jumping teams. So. He's a player follower? Right. He he has a Derek Carr jersey. He's, was Who bought on that a, for him? Yeah, so he was on a Chiefs little – stunt for a little bit like he was on the Patrick Mahomes vibe all that and then switched over to Dak Prescott I was like where the fuck did that come from oh wow <laughs> so he was a cowboy. cowboy fan yeah so he was a cowboy fan for a little bit and then uh he was a Steelers fan I was like oh what is going on bro he so just he doesn't want to be a Raider fan uh well I think he just likes the competition so when me and him play Madden, I'm always, I always, I always choose Raider. It's like, man, I'm gonna beat you. So in his head, it's like, yeah, I don't like the Raiders now because my dad they always beat me. Right. But I try to tell him like, I can't force it, man. You can't. That's the other thing, man. You can't force things. You want them to like a certain thing, you just you gotta let it be, man. Like with the football, <laughs> like with the football thing, I'm glad he like likes it. So. All he plays on Madden now is like um, Superstar KO. Oh, bring it! Yeah. So when does he play? What are his times? What are his windows? Well, he's here every weekend, so okay. He, so he he's always so when I'm on, he it's him that's on. And if it's so, Madden, if your profile is playing Madden, it's Vili. Yeah, it's Vili. <clears throat> so he's playing, and then I try to tell him like you should play the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, bro, you should play the exhibition head-to-head. Play online. Play against other people so you get better. He's like, 
nah, then I have to play in all Madden. I was like, this guy tried to play me one time. Because like, hey, you want to play me? I was like, yeah, sure. This guy had all pro and I had all Madden. And this guy was killing me. <laughs> he hit you like, with the setting change? Bro, I was like, bro, this guy just picked, he picks all my throws. He is sacking me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, bro, and it was like <laughs> 30 to 7. Oh. And then I was like, hold on. I was like, hold on. Let me, let me, let me see. Let me check your settings. And then I saw the settings all pro. He's like, you motherfucker. So, bro, in one quarter, I already came back and smacked him by 50. I was like, you see, cheater. Damn. So you, knows, had to, you had to show him. Yeah, like, he knows, like, bro, if you're going to get better, you need to play on all Madden. So now he plays on all Madden. But he's getting better. He Now he's starting to understand the, the routes. So on YouTube, there's this dude that streams uh, Madden, like, play. So he always watches that so I think he's starting to get that that wheel turning. I, I wish I played Madden earlier because I would have known so much more yeah, about how it works, like how the whole team works. Yeah, like exactly. What your position, like what your position means during this play on right. defense, like. I'm trying to I'm trying to get him to like defense. Like, see, look, isn't that fun? You just tackled the quarterback. Like, he's trying to force it. Yeah. But then he's like on the wide receiver, like, yeah, look at that touchdown, man. And look, I'm gonna do a dance. Like, <laughs> so maybe it's good that that taunting thing is like is a because <clears throat> kids do be watching. That yeah. yeah, that's true. They do, and but. There's there's a line between like having fun and and being passionate and then right. intentionally trying to demean someone, yeah. but we'll we'll see how it goes. It'll it'll probably lax up a little bit. They're not going to be super crazy about this forever, right? But what the the whole the kids thing was, uh, yeah. So being patient, don't force nothing. I don't know, man. It's a lot different. Oh, congrats. Man, I'm forgetting you're about to be a father <clears throat> in March. That's exciting! Oh, maybe my birthday. Yeah. When's your birthday? In 23rd. Uh, yeah, we'll see if we get there. March yeah. 11th is is when we're due. We'll see. Nora Jean. Nice. Yeah. So, oh, is it a girl? Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. I want a girl really bad, and I got two, so. I want another girl, just because you're gonna have a whole basketball team. They're a lot easier, man. <clears throat> Girls, well, also, I wasn't there from the beginning, you know, with baby wise, but boys are a lot. They're crazy, man. They're gonna be. <laughs> they're you, and it's literally me. It's me that's running around the house when I was little. It's li- they're doing exactly what I was doing, and I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> They have too much energy, and that's why I'm glad the sports teams popped up so they can. You go got them. You got them in football now, and soccer. Yeah, man, they have too much energy. Like now, and then basketball is about to start up in in January, <clears throat> so they're going to be doing Run that. It. And then we're going to wait until football again, and then yeah, man. But girl, they're they're a lot more chill, man. Like how? 
it's true. They they they're definitely more mature, uh, even with you know even even though they're young. But they man, they're really there's a lot like they think things through. Yeah, exactly. And they you know they analyze a lot more. Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? I was like, oh, let me just do this, okay? <laughs> gotcha. So it's, it's yeah, girls are uh, definitely more. They're more relaxed than the boys that's for sure and they do their own thing you know like um like one of the girls is into like and bro she got me into anime and uh so i've been watching all these like anime shows and i didn't like you know growing up i was watching like toonami and stuff like that like oh i don't like this cowboy bebop like oh that was just boring now I'm watching it like, dang, why, why didn't I, why did I like this when I was little? Maybe because I was young and dumb and a small, dumb little boy. You put up a wall. You're right. like, I don't like it. Right. No, exactly. And it was past my bedtime, so I shouldn't be up at that late. You know, damn well, right when you see that alien come up with the tsunami, you're like, oh, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> it's past your bedtime. Yeah, bro. Man. Yeah. It, okay. So patience. Patience. Don't force it, Don't and have and have girls. Yes, girls. <laughs> girls. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be hard just because you're you're gonna be a dad. So your defense, your defense is always gonna be up. Your your guard, just because you you know <clears throat> you care so much about this person. You know, especially that's cr- it's crazy, man. I'm thinking about that, like. Right. It's a, it's a whole nother person. You you have your perspectives changed. Like that's another reason why I started a business because I thought about it it's like my dad was able to raise us off of this. You know, like we had we had everything and more. You know that we needed because of his dedication to this this line of work. And then you know, <clears throat> I got two girls on top of my two boys. So I was like, I need to feed these now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this this little job is not going to cut it, you know. So, you know, I have to suck it up and then just do, man. You just got to do it. That's the biggest thing is like a lot of things that you you um, regret not doing. It's probably the thing that was going to change your life, you know. <clears throat> and then. Also, man, I forgot what the saying was. Is like just being able to to like do something that that you thought about is man. It's like it's like a it's like a mind orgasm, bro. Like wow, like, you created that, right? It's like I thought about from it an, from an idea right to cash in the bank, like all the steps. To make that happen, you did, and then you so, earned that. And in one year, like, it's weird to think about. Like, I feel, I still feel like I'm still like in the beginning phase. But if I step back and like look at like the progress, like, damn, I really now I got a work truck dedicated just for work. Um, I got like all these tools that I've been saving up using for my jobs that way <clears throat> i used to rent certain tools now i own those tools nice and then uh 
you know, being able to learn how to finish certain jobs. That way I don't need to hire too many people. Mm. Uh, so how many, how many employees do you have? So I don't have an, I don't have any employees. So I, I have, there's like five guys that we all work together. And, uh, if we get one gets a job, like we'll go help them. We pretty much. So when I got my license, I got my license with like three other guys that my friend Tasi was helping. Mm-hmm. And then we all helped each other. So <clears throat> we got our license at the same time. Like we signed up and everything. Um, just because that was our, our mindset. Like we want to build something that that way we were always busy. Like, even nice. if I have a job and somebody else had a job, like we'll always have income, you know, like, oh, come come work for me on this job. Like, okay, let's do this. And then I'll, if I get a job, then they'll come help me in my job. And uh, it's been good that way, you know? So I'll always hit them up like, hey, I got a pour this, this week. If you can come, they'll come. If not, I can do it myself, but it's just a lot, it's a lot more easier. Um, with, with more them. more hands yeah for sure and uh yeah man and that's all, another thing is don't be scared to ask for help man you need to you have to branch out you can't can't do this by yourself i mean you can but i i've noticed that the more you can't be shy like especially like if you want to like learn like about a certain like yeah like like loans and stuff like that, man. You have to branch out and go ask, and you got to find out things. Like, there's a lot of things like where uh, you you want like a handout. Like, hey, how do you how do you how have you been doing this? Like, if you ask, but sometimes you just gotta suck it up and figure it, figure that shit out. Like, you have to, you know, you have to learn on your own sometimes. Like, learning how to get like a permit for a sidewalk. Like, you need permits like i didn't know we need permits for sidewalks i thought we'd just break that shit up and then put that shit back together nope. there's a whole process to it bro and i figured that out you know by asking like you have to ask like oh okay it's it, like it's not it's not a bad thing you know was it is it like an ego thing where people won't ask for help well or they th- they think that they have to do it by themselves and they're not allowed to be helped or assisted it's that and then just not knowing you know like <clears throat> if you don't know you're not gonna ask you know if you don't know about a certain thing you won't think that it, it's necessary so i will mm. grow up i always grew up in in concrete not knowing about the behind the scene work like <clears throat> paper paperwork and stuff like that so i'm always there for the labor and all that stuff but now <sighs> there's so much once you get a job, dude, it's you can start the job. But if you're dealing with like city stuff, like at the sidewalk and so like that, <clears throat> there's a process to it. Like you gotta get to pay for the permit, and then wait for the inspector to come out. If the inspector says it's okay, then you can demo it, and then the inspector has to come back check out the demo and see Damn. if you're ready to pour. Yeah, and then if once you're ready to pour, then the expect it has to come back after you're done pouring to see if you did it nicely or how this is a city inspector <clears throat> yeah so you have to see if you did it up to code like a certain inches and different in counties too they're different you know 
Oh, okay. So you have to be up on each sec, like yeah. each area's rule books. Right. Have you ever been like not up to code? Uh, I mean, I've done a few jobs where I've done it without a permit, but that's because I didn't know, you know? <clears throat> no, I mean, like, have you ever had like the, the code person come back at your job and be like, yo, this is all jacked up. Well, no, they won't be like that, but like, hey, uh, yeah, if you want, they're they're, they're pretty chill. Like once once you build a like a, a a rapport with them, like they see you so many times, they're mm -hmm. like, oh, hey, what's up, man? So they know that, like, oh yeah, this guy's good. So they usually like, oh okay, you're good. If they see you, they're like, sign off. All right, you're good to go. <laughs> but if it's like there, it's your first time meeting them, they're gonna go through the whole thing. Yeah. Sure that you're doing it correctly, you know. But after like the 50th one, they're like, oh, you're, you're good, bro. 50? Damn. So, man, it's it's busy right now. Even the wintertime, dude, the best thing to do is sidewalks. Yo, that's what I was thinking. I was like thinking that the winter would be like a, a slow time without the rain and stuff. Oh, man. It's busy still. Still. Do you have to cover the wet concrete when it's raining? Uh, If you have like, <clears throat> so right now, I just got back tonight uh pouring uh six yards uh of concrete and it was a stamp job so i wish i figured this out earlier and i didn't even think about it but i knew about this i know this i should have done it but it's been so long since last winter that i poured in the winter you know so with the weather because it's so cold it doesn't harden as fast you know, as uh, as it would like in the winter time when it's warmer, <clears throat> and then the when, summer. yeah. So when we poured it, we poured it a little bit wetter just so that it's easier for me and my guy that was helping me to to uh, screed the the concrete and push it back and get it all leveled out. But when we did that, <laughs> bro, I didn't even think about like the time it was gonna take for us to even be able to work on it because of how soft it was still. So. <clears throat> I got on it. It was still a little, like, still a little wet when I was stamping it. But uh, tomorrow I'll go back and detail it a little bit more and fill in because I know there's like a little dips from my fat ass standing on it. So, so I have to go back and like fill it in and level level it out a little bit and then get that pattern back on top of it. So, yeah, man, it's it's crazy. Winter time is you would think would slow down, but. Man, you only need like a month, maybe like two or three jobs just to stay busy. And right now, man, I got like four jobs going on at once. Like it's nuts. Man. You need three jobs a month to be busy, but right now you have four at the same time. Yeah, in a week. Damn. It's I have to I have to go finish that up that I did tonight and then go demo this other job. <clears throat> And uh, that's close by, luckily. And then uh, I just, after after I went to go finish that job that I did tonight, I right before I came home, I went to go talk to another customer that wanted to get their driveway done. And then nice. uh, I did the whole contract with him and everything. And then he made his deposit. <sighs> yeah. Things are moving. OS Concrete. It's, move, it's moving, but... 
it feels like it's slow motion, man. It's all slowing. It's not as busy. Summertime, dude, off. Okay. Running around with my head cut off, dude. That's the that's stack up season in the summer, yeah. but winter is, is you're still still busy. Yeah, I just want I just do it enough to where I'm just just enough busy. Like I'm, but you just, have you have that that option right. as the business owner to to like okay, I don't even need to be balls to the wall right now. Right, exactly. I can just like cruise control through this winter keep stacking but also not you know stressing yourself and you're overworking your body or anything get ready for the busy season exactly and then another thing is that you don't want to do too much you don't want to take on too much because there's been man summertime dude i i think i've lost maybe like a hundred jobs just because damn just because i was so busy and i have to either deny it or I took it and I forgot about it. <laughs> like, like because of how I even told my girls like, Hey, I need another phone just for work. Cause bro, if you like, like when you text me, bro, I don't see your texts because I wake up in the morning and I have like a hundred, like hella messages, like phone calls and messages. So that is another thing. I'm going to add a, business phone got that, two phones yeah that's gonna be on my text right off so i'm gonna put that shit on there hey oh, i need to do that asap actually maybe this week but you know it's i'm just trying to just stay floating just stay enough enough busy to where i'm just busy you know nice. and then you i got still that. bringing in money and you also got another job yeah, I got that gig at, at the room. How's that? It's cool, man. It's chill. And uh, I like it, man. It's easy money. You know how it is. It's chill. Like, I just pretty much sit there and then walk the girls to their car, and then that's it, man. Boom. Yeah. And then get the money. Are you, where are you at right now? Uh, UPS. Oh, oh, bro, it's busy season right now. Bro, is it ever? Yeah. Um, they, they do their little, yeah, first day of the busy month. Oh, no. Oh. No, we were too busy working. <laughs> They're like, all right, go, go, go. Yeah, I don't know how <laughs> that with FedEx. And they, uh, like, the first day of December, they're like, yeah, it's like, we were like driving our trucks out, and they're like, at the end, all, all the, the managers and stuff, right? Yeah, they gave, yeah. And they gave us like hot chocolate and Get out of here. Yeah. That's that, that employee motivation, man. You got to figure out ways to keep your guys. Yep. Just to get, <laughs> just to keep the packages uh, delivered to the wrong addresses. <laughs> Yo, false motivation is better than no motivation. Right. Some hot chocolate to make you think they care. That's cool. I get it. I see. I see that. I see the angle though. Like, but that's how it is though. You want to be there. You want to be at that. You want to be serving that hot chocolate. That's where you want to be at. Not yeah. the one getting the hot chocolate and being sent on the road. Exactly. They yeah. see. They figured it out. <laughs> they're, they're either. They're either barely doing anything in the office and making money. 
and then you're the one that's out there freaking slaving away, dude. Oh, man. And I didn't even get a hot chocolate. Right. Well. Rude. No. Uh, yo, it's, it's, uh, I'm losing hella weight. <laughs> Let's, go. Let's go. No. Um, yeah, bro. Or are you in the warehouse? I'm on the road. Oh, shit. yeah. I'm out there. Uh, I'm, I'm driving around uh, delivering stuff, scanning, yeah, putting yeah. on people's doors. Yeah, here you go, yeah. Uh, man, uh, St. Helens, uh, Hillsboro, yes. uh, around Beaverton, like off of 217, doing businesses during the week. Nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole operation, but it's good to be like stacking up and right. getting ready for this kid. And then, yeah, uh, man. so no more bouncing days. Man, I'm not really trying to be in a club right now. Like it, I'm, it's, it's hot and lots of people coughing. I don't, I don't know. I feel it. I feel that. I feel that. I'm good. I want to go play. Oh man! Uh, next time we play flag football, you should slide through because we tore that shit up oh, on man. on Thanksgiving. It was man. fun. Jordan oh. showed up with some friends too. Man, we were. Oh, for he, real? Yeah, he juked me off the line a bunch of times and got. Bro, Jordan, uh, we played together and man, bro, he's a beast, man. Dude, yeah, you need to come watch the game, man. I tried to get him on the podcast. He's like, "No, nah, I don't know," and I was like, "Bro, you're a fucking professional football player. Just talk about that." Bro, he, he's solid. <laughs> he's a solid kid, man. And I and uh, he's really good. He because he plays. Uh, he plays nose sometimes, but he plays mainly on the outside. And bro, he's good, man. Nice. Yeah, we gotta have uh Jordan come on. I think he's a Seahawks fan. Is he a Seahawks? Fan? Probably yeah. is a Seahawks fan. I think he wore a Cam Chancellor jersey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. the uh to fly football. But uh yeah, yeah next time you. next time they put that together, yeah, uh we should right we should now. go out there. Oh, I mean oh yeah, but you're you're busy, but maybe during the winter it'll be less busy. We can, yeah, we can, we can do it soon. I'm down for, yeah. I'm, down. Now, I'm always down to yeah. play some football. Because now we, bro, you need to come play on our semi pro, bro. Oh, wait, uh, it, there's like practice and stuff. Yeah, it's. I think our our second one is going to be this Saturday. Oh, it's happening right. Oh, yeah, maybe after uh That's after easy. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, after the busy season because yeah, I'm working yeah, most Saturdays. Yeah, because right now we're just getting getting ahead of the curve because it doesn't start until March the season. Oh, nice! So this is like preseason, preseason. Right, right. This is like organized team activities. Yeah, we're just it's like nice. People who still exists kind of shit. Hey, hey, you yeah, that's part of the preparation, man. Getting things set up. I like but it. It's gonna be a good, man. It's gonna be a good season, bro. You need to come out this season. Because How many teams are there in the league? There is us. So I'm on the Swarm. And then there's the Portland Raiders, the Southland Buzzers. Uh, who else is in our thing? There's a lot more. There's more than like, four? Yeah, there's like 10 teams or something. Oh, shit. Yeah, bro. What is it? What's this league? It's called the P, uh, PNFL. Portland Pacific Portland, North. Yeah, Portland or uh, Pacific Northwest Football League. Okay. Yeah. Northwest, one word. Yeah. Bro, and I was yeah. there. 
I was I've been in this league since it started. How many teams were it when you started? Four. No, so, actually, so it was it was six. And then by the end of the season and down to four. Damn. And then now it like people were, people were talking shit about because we were like the the newest uh league. And then uh, people were talking shit about it. And then more teams joined because they were like, oh, we can just go in there and just fuck these motherfuckers up. Bro, it wasn't there. And then it wasn't easy for them, like trying to get to the championship because my team, I was on, I was on the Rip City Mafia at the mm-hmm. time. And uh, we were good. Like there was, we were good. And then they had the Washington uh, Sentinels and they were good too. So they thought they were gonna come in our league and just knock us around, bro. They like, damn, these teams are good. So after that, the second season, more came, and then it started like taking away from like the main uh, leagues to where they were. The other league folded. Like, oh, yeah, bro. So now it's like we got teams from Washington that that plays in our league, and then uh, now. During COVID, because we no schools were letting any semi-pro use the fields or anything like that, so we had to go play teams in Washington just to get games because we wanted to play a game. So we went out there, bro. We smacked their their defending champion uh, of that league, and then we played another team. And we smacked them, so we were undefeated traveling. And uh, and playing against another state, so mm-hmm. bro, if you look this up, we're ranked right now fifth in the nation, bro. What? Yeah, I was like, oh shit, how does that work? He <laughs> yeah. said fifth in the nation. Get it, bro? I'm talking about the whole United States. Bro. This is the swarm. The swarm, Rose City swarm. Yeah, bro, we're up there, bro. Legit, legit. What uh, what what positions do you need help with? O line, bro. We need O line. O line. And anything really. It's a new season, so <laughs> our coach, his name is Jeff, and he's hella cool because he knows, like, bro, your spot is not guaranteed. It's who comes, you know, like who shows shows up and puts that work in. He's not gonna let anybody just start. You gotta earn your shit, you know. So, and I like that because I hate when coaches play favoritism and shit. Yeah. So it's been good, but you know, everybody comes out and man, practices is it's lit, man. Like everybody goes all out. Nice. Fun, man. And then we got our drills and shit, like we're doing like Oklahoma and shit like that. Man, football action. Yeah, bro. That sounds fun. I almost bought another helmet today. And I just said, just take this L, man. Just don't do it. I already got a nice helmet, but I was going to get that new that new shut helmet. You know, the ones that we wear in the NFL with the, the little, with the little thing on top? Yeah, the squares right here. Yeah. Yep. Was that concussion protection? Yeah. And then I was going to get that new Vices, Vices helmet. The one that's supposed to prevent like uh, concussions that, have, like you know, when it when it hits the helmet, it 
like folds in a little bit, like it'll cushion. Okay. It bends, it bends or whatever. Derek Carr wears it. You'll see when <clears throat> a lot of players wear it actually. Derek Carr. Yeah. Let's see how he does. Man. Uh I appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing your vast experience and knowledge about, you know, concrete and pro football and the Raiders and raising kids. Yeah, for sure, Thank you. Man. Sad um, that we didn't get Forrest on there. Man, yeah. <clears throat> uh, shout out Forrest. Oh, do you have any uh, shout outs before we close? Uh, shout out to... To your people the and the uh, inspirations. Yeah. Shout out to Lavasta Clothing, man. Uh, see my guy out there grinding it out there. Yeah. I'm glad that I just talked to him. I'm glad that he's doing good and uh, making big moves out there. Um, who else? Shout out to shout out to my girl for keeping holding me down and <laughs> letting me do my thing, you know, with business and stuff like that. And uh, just supporting me and uh, you know everybody that helped me on along the way, uh, Tasi and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, shout out Top Flight, always and forever, man. Top Flight brothers, and uh, yeah, man. And shout out to this podcast. What is this? Uh, what is your podcast you got called again? <laughs> Polynesian Sports. Polynesian Sports, man. You heard it here first. Let's go. Appreciate you. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, man, shout out to you and the example that you're setting and how you can be your own boss and start your own thing. And from an idea through work, uh, create something that you can feed your family off of, man. That's uh, respect and uh, appreciate you for that. Yeah. Appreciate you. Go Raiders, man. Go Chargers. Bolt up, baby. Yeah, bolt up. Yeah. yeah, let's do it together. Go Raiders, go Chargers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Appreciate everybody for listening. I'm Lance Faltoma for uh, George Salon, Forrest Dodal out. This is Ball and Easy Sports. Love and light. Peace.